Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Great passage today. We're in episode four of Be With Me in the book of Second Thessalonians. I'm going to title today, The Forever Bus Left Without Me. And that's the concern of the Thessalonians, that uh, they've already known about Jesus coming back. And the concern that they have today, and they're catastrophizing a little bit, is that this great return of Jesus and all the benefits that you get is I missed it that we learned in First Thessalonians that Jesus was indeed coming back and that the dead were going to wake up and rise up and Jesus was going to bring them up into the clouds and they were going to meet up there and that in 417 he says that we will always be with the Lord. What a great thing. But today's concern is I missed the bus. I missed this great second coming of Jesus, and I don't want to miss this. So the first thing that's great about the passage we're going to read is the intent of the Thessalonians, and they're saying, I definitely want to be on that bus. Their concern was to the fact was that the day of the Lord has already come, and I missed it. I missed the gathering. I missed the being with the Lord together. So that's what they're concerned about. Listen in here. This is from 2 Thessalonians. This is chapter 2. Now concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our being gathered to him, that is the forever bus, we ask you, brothers, not to be quickly shaken in mind or alarmed, either by a spirit or by a spoken word or a letter seeming to be from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has come. In other words, you haven't missed it. Let no one deceive you in any way, for that day will not come unless the rebellion comes first and a man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself against every so-called God or object of worship, so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things and how you know what is restraining him now, so that he may be revealed in his time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains it will do so until he is out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom whom the Lord Jesus will kill with the breath of his mouth and bring to nothing by the appearance of his coming. So first point is, I'm so glad, Thessalonians, that you want to be in the harvest, that you want to be on the team, that you want to be on the forever bus with the Lord. That's that's the premise of this concern that they have. And to their credit, they're new in their faith. Their faith is months old, maybe a year, maybe a year and a half max. And the things that we're talking about today are kind of mysterious and otherworldly and out of our pay grade and amazing. They're even amazing today to thinking think about it. Dead rising and joining Jesus in the cloud um, and becoming undead and arch- archangels coming down and trumpets blowing and this evil, evil one being destroyed. So the spiritual bus of being with God forever has left and left without me. That's their concern. And what Paul is saying is everybody take a spiritual chill pill, relax, because something is going to happen 
first of all, G- when Jesus comes back, it's not going to be a, a, a secret. It's going to be a surprise, but not a secret. Everybody's going to know. And even before that, something has to happen. And then he explains what's going to happen before that, which is this big rebellion. So a rebellion has to happen first. And then there's this man of lawlessness that currently is being restrained, but he's going to get some extra rope to reveal himself. And he's called the son of destruction. His job is to oppose he exalts himself, he even takes a seat in the temple of God, maybe a, a renewed temple physically, or maybe it's a metaphorical one, but he proclaims to be God, so he, quote unquote God, he elevates himself. And uh, then the Lord is going to reveal him, and then how does it end? It's like, oh my goodness, the, the, everybody's freaking out, it's such a strong thing. No, the Lord's going to kill him with the breath of his mouth. He's going to bring him to nothing. And all of us are going to say, oh, well, that well that was nothing. So this big, scary, overwhelming, quote-unquote, God, who's destroying and powerful and uh, making himself central and entempled, I'm using that as a verb, and worshipped by some people and obviously those who are deceived, somebody that's the Lord has got his thumb on and has been restraining. Now he lets him out of the bag and he seems so powerful. And then the Lord is just going to bring him to nothing. Verse nine, uh, verse eight, and then the lawless nun will be revealed whom the Lord Jesus will kill with the breath of his mouth and bring to nothing. And all of us are going to say, oh, well, that was, that was nothing. And then back to the coming of the Lord. So, so a couple of great things. First of all, the power of the Lord, that's just awesome. The breath of his mouth, the, the Lord said, this is, this is no big deal. But I love the intent of the Thessalonians. They, they want to be on the be with me always bus. They want to be on the forever bus. Um, and I guess the, the take-home question is, do you want to be on that bus? Just ask the question, do you want to be on the bus of the Lord forever? And are you ready for some crazy stuff to be revealed uh, that's not revealed now? Something that was restrained that is going to be revealed, and then poof, it's going to be removed. Something that's going to seem to be overwhelming, this non-God saying that he is a God, and he's just going to be destroyed easily by the real thing, which is the coming of the Lord. So when the forever bust comes, everybody relax. Everybody's going to know it's going to be sudden. But it's not going to be secret. And those who are the true family members of God are going to be able to get on the forever bus, meet up with the Lord, and they're always going to be with them. So a question is, do you love the idea of getting on the forever bus with the Lord? Is it your intent to be on that forever bus? And maybe is it your intent to be, but you're not ticketed, so to speak. So what do you need to do to get a ticket? Well, the work of Christianity is belief, and it's to believe and to receive and to repent and turn and agree. And if you haven't done that, my goodness, let's get busy doing that today so that you have a ticket to get on the forever bus with the Lord. And you can have the same idea with the, and same intent as the Thessalonians, which is not to miss the forever bus and to be on the forever bus with the Lord for all time. Thanks for listening. Get on that bus. Be on that bus with me. Thanks.